0: That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y, unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. The Boothers.
1: (laughs) That's what they should have called it that. The Boothers. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is David Bell.
0: My name is Tom Ryman.
1: And we just saw, saw, we just saw, yeah, classic, classic fucking podcast. We just saw. (laughs) And we just watched The Boothers. The Boothers. Stop boothering,
0: boothering us, ghosts. Nicole,
1: Nicole boo Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why do you
0: open the curtains? It was Victor. You told your brother that there was someone else in the room. There was. That'll do, Anne.
1: I've seen them, too. Have? <laughs> Sooner or later, she'll see them. Then everything will be different. Before we get started, this is brought to you by Andrew McGuire. Thank you very much, Thank Andrew you. McGuire, our Patreon producer. I know it's a Monday, folks, but, you know, people in the future won't know that until I said it. Uh it's so yeah, pretend this like come it's a out Thursday. on any
0: day if Dave hadn't opened his lips if you could, if you could have kept your kept your little zip slipped,
1: yeah. Zip we slipped. got some. We got. We just watched backlog, and we're getting through it. Yeah. <clears throat> also, there's uh, not so too much you. new
0: stuff coming out uh, this month, honestly. Yeah.
1: That too. A lot, we, a yeah, lot of it, a lot
0: of it got pushed to next year because of the strikes. So hey, we're doing some old oldies.
1: Yep, and then we'll do a year end. We just watched. We'll cover the things that we uh, haven't talked about. Listen,
0: you guys uh, are gonna love it. You're gonna be so. excited. You're gonna fucking love it. It's you're gonna be gonna gonna so shit. good.
1: We've done it before. I'll do the thing. I'll do the time code thing where I'll put like mm-hmm. when we talk about certain films to oh, avoid cool, spoilers cool. Yeah, for yeah, people. Yeah. But we're not we're not talking about that. But speaking of spoilers, Andrew McGuire had us watch The Others, a movie that is a big spoiler movie. This is from two thousand one. Um we were we were it was August two thousand one. Yeah. So we didn't know about 9 we eleven. We're still
0: babes in the woods.
1: Yeah. This is still uh,
0: this, this is this is still yeah, pre nine eleven.
1: Yeah this is a big spoiler movie so if you haven't seen it and you like horror movies you might want to wait on listening to this i saw this movie when it came out in theaters tom and then i immediately got in a car accident after seeing it so that's my <laughs> core memory about this
0: movie
1: is <laughs> was giving my girlfriend at the time a concussion because i because it, was, another it car. was so
0: frightening
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, i saw it on um, video I, I rented this a word um, um after it came out nicole cryptman there it is
1: there we go <laughs> jesus you got it kind of yeah um so this came out about two years after the sixth sense which if you've seen the film you know why i'm mentioning that movie mm-hmm. um it has fairly good reviews but i've always kind of heard from people saying like this movie was it, like i think there's there's I I've, I've I've seen a pocket of people who are like the twist is obvious this movie is mid. Um, and I guess I'm I'm wondering what do you think about this movie Tom? I think the
0: uh, I think the twist is obvious but I disagree that the movie is mid. Yeah. I think it's I, I think um, it's very well made and I I think it's obviously it's it, you can compare it to the sixth sense cuz it's both about spoilers it's about people who don't realize they're dead. But yeah. uh, this is—it's not really that fair to compare them beyond the basic, because they're totally different, and, yeah. and it's constructed I, completely differently.
1: Yeah, like, I, like, I, it's I've more. Put... It's,
0: this is much more so like a, a about like a haunted house, uh, a haunting from the point of view of the ghosts, and it's really. I think I thought it was a really interesting idea, even though I think the movie is a little too long. Um, mm-hmm. and I do agree that the twist is, is a bit obvious, but I think it's still a well-made movie, um, and, uh, yeah. a, a cool idea.
1: Well, it's the director of Open Your Eyes, which is what Vanilla Sky was based off of. Very good director. Oh, word. So, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I agree this is a very good movie. There's, well, we can talk about why I think there's specific horror movie things it does that is very good. Yeah, the, um, the, the, the direction is really good. Yeah. This worked on me the first time I saw it, and I, I'm trying to remember why, because watching it again, I'm like, it is so obvious. The twist is so obvious. Um, that said, I have complex thoughts, because I do think the twist is obvious, and I can I was trying to think of how do you make it less obvious, and I have some thoughts on that. Um, I, I don't want they, to compare the two, I think two, they did a but, decent
0: enough job with some stuff. Yeah. There's a couple of red herrings in there, and then they throw some confusion in there by doing the reveal gradually with the housekeeper and then having the hus- husband yes. husband dad come home and he's like a, the most obvious ghost ever uh. right
1: it, it, it's one of those things where if you think about it for a second you're like oh yeah of course they're all dead but um like I think what they wanted you to think was that like maybe the housekeepers are up to some like supernatural stuff. Yeah. Like they're causing this situation and like they do the twist with the housekeepers being dead and you think like oh okay so I guess that's the twist. Yeah. And then they do a double twist. So they're they're doing and it's very tr- like the POV is very interesting cuz when it starts it's not really from Nicole Kinman's perspective it's from the housekeepers and yeah. they they do this thing where they set up that she's hiding something and then you're like ooh okay so she's hiding something um and at first you think like what's going on with the kids she's like hiding the are the kids going to be dead and then you learn they're allergic to light so it's very twisty in a way that's like designed to throw you off constantly um and yeah, so you're not it's really very,
0: it's like real gothic horror
1: yeah it like, like pits people against each other yeah
0: and it's a real classic setup like a big spooky sprawling manor in the middle of nowhere in the countryside and it's full of the, like it's run by this weird governess and the house has all these bizarre yeah. rules that don't make any sense.
1: You feel like there's going to be a villain and the twist is kind of that there is no villain. Oh, oh, um, uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 what I mean is villain for the immediate situation, but like, yes, she, she did a little MS. Um, she she and, left some
0: light MS. She MSed her, yeah, some her, light her MS. kids. Yeah,
1: and like you could argue, like she is kind of like the person haunting the house in a very negative much so. way,
0: especially at the end. Like they make that pretty clear yeah. at the end, where she's they're repeating this house is ours, and
1: Yes. she's yeah. she's
0: and one badass like, ghost, man.
1: Yeah, which is it's awesome to see because you've seen a lot of supernatural stories from the point of view of like a a ghost who yeah. I, who is like crabby and angry and like that's how they always say that's how the haunting happens and like they want life they covet what we have and just show it from like the perspective of a ghost as our protagonist is neat i ultimately think and i i, I don't think it's fair to compare compare the two but i actually like this version of the twist better than the sixth sense um which isn't to say that like that's a very good movie i like that movie mm-hmm. but there's a couple things this does that I think is more efficient and a better way to show it. Um one being that the twist of this movie happens at the same time her arc finishes. Um like if you watch the Sixth Sense, one of the weird, more clunkier things about that movie is that they the complete twist Kelly epilogue, Joel's yeah. arc. Yeah, the twist is like, oh and by the way, he's dead. By the way
0: he was a ghost, yes we spoiled the sixth sense, but
1: sorry. Sorry, everyone. This one, it's about this woman who's very tightly wound. She has this, she draws these moral lines, right? Like she's, we, she they had, established she's very religious. It, it, she's
0: severe. It's more than tightly wound. Like yeah. she abuses the children. And like the, right. the lessons she's teaching them from the Bible are like cracked. They're like not right.
1: Right. And then when she talks about the war, and it's not that I completely disagree with her moral lines she's drawing here, but she's like, you know, Daddy went to heaven because he fought with the good people. And they all went to hell because they're bad. And in this case, it's like, I mean it it's World War Two, right? So Yeah, it's
0: about the clearest like, that it's been. Yeah, I think.
1: <laughs> it's as it's as clear as morally as it's been. But it is also you you can hear the the absolutism and like in how she's explaining it. Right. Um and it's such a simplified moral lines. Like, yes, good people go to heaven, bad people go to hell, babies go to purgatory. Um,
0: and the the cruelty of the movie is that well none of that's true actually everybody just kind of hangs around here forever
1: exactly it's that's the completion of her arc is the moment she realizes she's dead she also realizes she literally says to him when he's like is this purgatory and she's like i don't know i know not i'm no wiser than you i'm no wiser than you and that's it's a very clear arc of like her realizing that everything she was taught is is incorrect and everything Um, everything
0: she's been berating the children into accepting for the whole movie uh it's has been just fucking wrong she's like oh oh i guess i don't know how the world works okay
1: it adds to the horror of the situation of like it's such a smart idea have an ultra religious person learn that they're dead Shyamalan style like that's a that's a great idea i Mm -hmm. thought um i also think that their version of the afterlife seeing it from the ghost perspective um and that's what makes it harder to make the twist like the sixth sense kind of fudges it you know what i mean where like bruce willis that was one of those classic like where like they sort of they do the they do the shot where he's sitting next to the mom and they're not talking and you assume they just talk to each other right and then you learn later like he's dead so they have to fudge it a little bit you know Mm -hmm. i mean it's effective
0: Um, it's completely it's totally effective
1: yeah it means that bruce willis just walked in and like sat there quietly but they do explain it in the idea that ghosts are kind of in this twilight where they're not they don't know they're dead so even if it doesn't make any sense he it does so it's, it makes it's, a, sense it's a little him, like right? dream logic yeah yes it, it really is yeah. um but i think this is just the cleaner version where it's like this fog around her this idea that they're trapped, but she doesn't even realize it. There's little hints where she's like, you know, oh, the postman hasn't been picking up our mail for a week. Um you know, shit like that where it's like, oh, the the help disappeared. Yeah. It just vanished. The help disappeared for- seven days ago.
0: We had a big yeah. we had a big fight when mom went mad and the kids won't talk about it.
1: Right. Is do you think time's different for them? Because if it was, if if this was seven days ago, that realtor uh, was hungry for it no i think time is different for them <laughs> okay yeah that makes more sense that actually brought me to one thing i wish this movie did um this would have been a small change at the end when victor and the family are leaving
0: <laughs> man, I think be... Vi- they ruined victor man they ruined victor, victor is ruined.
1: <laughs> do you think it would have been neater though if in that shot they were getting into a modern car like you realize it's not even world war two times in
0: my memory it was like i hadn't seen right. this since 2001 so um
1: i think that's the cooler reveal
0: yeah so like in my in my i think i i had remembered it being like a modern family um yeah i felt like that would have been a little bit cooler but it's it's yeah. still fine like it's fine
1: oh yeah it's um, totally but it, it would
0: have been cooler yeah if, if it was like you know people with frosted tips yeah and wallet it's chains. Ryan
1: Philippines yeah. yeah,
0: hopping into a geo tracker or whatever with a that would have a, been amazing with a hatchet man tire cover blasting
1: fucking third eye blind yeah. and getting out of there. <laughs> yeah, holy shit! I Never want wanna let you go.
0: It's <laughs> the Cole um, is just staring hungrily out the window with an in ghost insanity.
1: Yeah, she's great in this. She's, she's such awesome a ghost.
0: Yeah, she's such a yeah. ghost.
1: It's also one of her like, like, like that, that weird?
0: A, a, what hotter Like roles? more?
1: It's one of her more attractive roles, oh. in my opinion. <laughs> as like a Victorian ghost, I was like, I don't know why, but I find this highly attractive. <laughs> this like murder mother Victorian erotic. ghost. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's this Lizzie Borden ass
0: character who smothered yeah. her kids with a pillow.
1: Yeah, she sure did.
0: Yeah, she's great. She she's, has... she's great at playing like a like a VC Andrews creep, like a Flowers in the Attic creep.
1: Yeah, she like, really does. Uh, yeah, she has Smother my kid's face. She does. Like she does. She does.
0: She's got. She's good. She's very Hitchcock in this. Yeah, not that the movie. Yeah, she... Not that the movie itself is Hitchcock, but like the performance and like the kind of character uh, and the sort of the mystery around like there's this deed there. There's this secret. Um, behind right. their behavior uh, it's very Hitchcock but
1: she she apparently um, didn't want to do the role she was like contractually obligated to and she was trying to get out of it and her reasoning was just that she thought it was going to be really intense <laughs> and she was like I, I don't really I'm not in the mood to like pour myself into a dark role like this um and she did it like she really did it she's she's carrying the shit out of this film
0: it's not Uh, not, it's not to say the
1: other people aren't good oh
0: yeah no everybody's great in this even the kids are really good but it's
1: a lot of her yeah it's
0: not a light movie and it's it's mostly her and she has to do a lot and she has to be this really awful person (laughs) yeah yeah great ghost and just, it's not like, it's not like a pleasant thought about the afterlife that this movie presents. It's like well, really grim.
1: I, so I, I agree and disagree because I think one of the things I like about this movie is that the afterlife feels impartial. And what I mean by that is the, the, yeah. uh, the, the whole thing's about morality. Right. Right. And at the end, it's like, no, this is what you get. This was everybody gets yeah,
0: yeah, everybody gets the same thing.
1: Yep. And. They show, so there's a very loud feature of this movie that when you watch the movie, you realize, like, it doesn't really need to be there. It's not load-bearing, which is that the first thing we learn is that her kids are allergic to the light. They have a rare condition that is that is real, um, <clears throat> where, like, the light makes them break out in sores. And it creates this very gothic, creepy environment where you, it always feels like it's night. Right?
0: right, all the curtains are drawn, everybody has to creep around with lanterns
1: right and it's trying to show a few things like we we do kind of understand why it came to what it came to because their dad her her husband leaves in the war and like you know dies but he for her point of view he never came back she's in this dark house with these two kids who are like both getting to an age where they're like being you know teasing each other and i'm not saying the kids have it coming i'm but just saying that i can understand for it they kind of they kind of did. They now you can see the conditions coming
0: that,
1: that drove her insane. You so right. can yeah, see yeah. why the,
0: the kids are starting to especially the the girl and it, it's clear that it's clear that she probably smothered the girl first. Yeah, um, cuz she's yeah. the oldest and <laughs> yeah, I would uh and she's the one that's like <laughs> starting to challenge her on like the bible yeah. stuff. She's like this kind of sounds like bullshit. Right. Like, and also pointing out that your rules kind of don't make sense and are hypocritical.
1: Right. Um so you can see like and so like part of it is that it's always fucking dark. They do this great thing where she's always yelling at everybody else about the light not letting it in. She says this is built like a ship, right? Like mm-hmm. the idea is cl- you open one door or you close a door before you open another. But then the biggest offender of this is her. Yeah, she's constantly
0: doing it.
1: Yeah, so it it shows you something about her character too. Yeah. Um and then she's not ultimately she's not rational yeah and then at the very end the kind of the silver lining is the kids are like oh my god the light doesn't hurt us anymore because we're dead um and they get to it's a, almost a bittersweet ending where they're like in the sunlight and they're enjoying it so that to me that showed like how impartial death is where it's like for these kids this is kind of this is nice you know like oh that's not that the bad sun. for now yeah for now, but like thats so they realize I think they're that going to get the creepiness. to play Nintendo. Exactly, they're—they're going to get older and older, and they're going to see Nintendo eventually.
0: Yeah, and they're um, going to be real pissed. That house is going to turn into a real pissed. poltergeist situation when that happens. Yeah,
1: yeah, it better.
0: They'll start sucking their kids into another dimension.
1: Hmm. I would.
0: Let me play Sonic, you dicks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've been dead for I seventy mean- years. Yeah, I was gonna say, in Death Defense, they wouldn't have been able to play Nintendo either way. Uh, yeah, they were
0: never making it to Nintendo.
1: No, they weren't. They really weren't. Not the
0: kids might. Like, it was only nineteen forty-five.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just I think that adds to the creepiness. The fact that death is sort of um, it just is what it is.
0: It's the most unsettling thing about the movie. It's the thing that yeah. kind of, apart from the ending, um, you know, just having the the reveal be. Um, Kind of this cool, oh, the whole time we were seeing a haunting from the point of view of the ghost, so we just didn't realize it. Um, right. The other thing that stuck with me was how grim its di- sort of take on the afterlife was, how it presents yeah. it. Like, particularly with um, her husband when he's like, I have to go back to the front. And she's like, What are you talking about? The war is over. And he said, He kind of scoffs like real bitterly and says the war is not over so you get the sense that he just has to go back to wherever it was he died um uh, on the front lines and just be there forever
1: yeah yes it's that rule of ghosts like there's this there's this there is a purgatory it's this like fog shadow world where he finds her you know so the implications the dead can reach out to each other but it's very abstract and difficult right it, And like their connection yeah. briefly <sighs> l- allowed them to see each other um i think the movie did it for a few reasons one is to distract us yes because that's the moment where she's like i'm going into town and it's the halfway point so it's the point that she confronts the fact that she's being haunted um and then she goes. I'm going to go into town. And Instead of going into town, she runs into him in the fog. Yeah. So it's this idea of her searching for help. I think she finds him, and he finds her because he's searching for her. So like they're both searching for each other essentially in that fog in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's and right. So, yeah, and so then they just it just it briefly. it also to, kind like kind of, of slow down the film for this.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's. I both like it, um, but also it's the part of the movie that makes me feel its length the longest. like I mentioned, I feel like this movie is a little too long. right. Like, it's
1: also the most obvious tell that they're all dead because the moment you see that guy, you're like, that guy has died in the war phase. you're you're like, it's very
0: clear that he is at the very at the very least he is a ghost. Like it's so yes. obvious he's a ghost. He might as well yeah. be wearing a sheet
1: yeah he says there sometimes i bleed is like the first thing he says and i'm like oh you're dead yeah, man. you just
0: kind of <laughs> you just kind of bleed from gunshot holes huh <laughs> yeah
1: you're super dead
0: and he just he says i just came back to say goodbye to my wife and children yeah it's like oh you're a yeah. fucking you're a fucking specter man you're a wandering spirit you're a right, lost and I think soul
1: the problem is um is that like the version of this where she's not dead like if you have to think about it, you're like okay so i guess she's like surrounded by this world um this like nether world where the dead walk and like all you can <laughs> all you, when you start thinking like well what would that be the answer is obvious it's like well it's the afterlife she's in the afterlife and i think there was some stuff like i was thinking like the housekeepers if they made if they if they did something where they made them like be into witchcraft or something like if they made them do something that you're like ooh, i think they're like sorcerers or something you know what i mean like if y- they pointed <laughs> to them as having like powers yeah. you- that might throw people off and then it's like incidental like this housekeepers just, oh, yeah, are magic yeah they're just actually just into that stuff too like i don't know i feel like there's if you made because they do they do try because like, there's a couple of things.
0: like, there's some subtle stuff too. Like there's repeated puppet imagery. Yeah. Um, so it's leaning into the idea that she's being gaslit because she's, she's also yes. kind of gaslighting the children or it seems like it because right. like their sunlight affliction and the way she treats it and the way she treats them. And the fact that we can see that she's pretty irrational in every other aspect of her life. It's like, do they have this affliction? Like, is this yes. real or is she so it seems like is she gaslighting them? And you have all these like the kids have these puppets that they're constantly playing with in a miniature puppet theater and the puppets featured heavily in the art and the opening. So there's there's constantly this idea of strings being pulled, uh, right. but it's a total red herring.
1: It is. But it's a lot of that where you can't – there is that feeling of, like, someone's gaslighting somebody, mm-hmm. right? Because then later the curtains all get vanished mm-hmm. and the housekeepers act like that's totally normal. And right. they're and like, it what, seems, what's right. wrong? It like,
0: seems like they did it. <laughs> it's like, you guys right. did it, right? Like, you but did
1: not it. it almost feels a little Shutter Island where they're like, perhaps they don't have the affliction. So you're wondering, like, oh, maybe she did make it up. Because the movie – the first thing the movie does is show it from – the housekeeper's perspective. Right. And how, how, and how she's hiding. She seems. Yeah. And then the husband, when he comes home, he's like, I, the kids told me what you did. And so you have this feeling of like, Oh, I don't think she's all what she seems to be. And then you start getting, and, and I think in this, I think that's why this worked on me is because I kept thinking, like, oh, did she kill someone that's who's haunting her? Or uh, is it all in her head? Like, because they keep throwing these ideas at you. Yeah. And then the realization that they're all dead works really well, where because it explains everything across the board. Like, yeah. why the housekeepers were acting that way, why they were hiding stuff, you know? They were trying not to shock them. Um, they were hiding their own graves, which they show them covering up a grave, so you kind of, like it's kind of obvious that they're dead. I felt like pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, uh, I, th- I think so. It's, it's, um, I don't remember exactly when I figured it out.
1: Right. Um, it's hard to remember. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah it, it's been so long, but, um, I do like that. It ends up <laughs> being that the secret they're both keeping is essentially the same. That, that, yeah. that's a cool, that's a cool, uh, little wrinkle to the twist.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. It just—I think it, it's it, even though
0: it is very simple and it's very obvious, or I mean, or it's—it's. It's, it, 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 it wasn't fe- to me. It, to some people, it's obvious, and it it may sound uh, like the oh they've been dead the whole time. It's it's like trite at this point, right? It's like uh, right. It's, that's the that's the ending you throw out when you want to sound ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but it it all ties together so well that I th- I think it's is why this is not like cheesy you know why it's not like oh it's another they were dead the whole Again, time movie
1: it was it was officially the second they were dead the whole time movie to get put it in context i think this was only the second um but it is a it is you know at this point a tired trope i think what it is i mean is it's how not it only the second
0: it. but it, you know it had come out like the two years two line. years after yeah. the sixth sense
1: it's yeah. like one of the biggest think, movies But again, going back to why I think it's, it is the better version, like the trauma that they show is really amazing. I thought that one of the housekeepers doesn't speak and they keep implying like something bad happened to her and what bad happened to her is she died. Yeah. Right. And she's just, yeah.
0: It's so good. Yeah.
1: And Nicole Kidman, you realize that's also why she's so fucking on edge. Like they're all on edge. You feel this trauma that, that all the ghosts have. Because they're fucking dead. With the Cole Kidman, it's less.
0: Yeah, it's less that. And it's, I mean, it is that, but it's more, as she explains it at the end, she's in the moment of realizing she's murdered her children. Yes. Like, that's the moment she's stuck in. Um, uh, More or less. Yeah,
1: she's in the denial where they keep hinting at it. And she, yeah. And she
0: won't hear it. Um, But what I loved about the reveal of the one housekeeper, Lydia, who doesn't speak, um, it's when Nicole Kidman finally confronts and accepts the fact that they're, they're all dead. They, are ghosts. Um, right. and she looks over at the housekeeper, Mrs. Mills and asks, where are we? And, um, Mrs. Mills said, that's what Lydia said. And that's the last time she spoke. She didn't speak again. Ever. Yeah. It's so, like, that was like really fucking haunting. It is. Like, is cause she doesn't movie. answer the question.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so, like, what yeah, I then like, asked that like,
0: too. And then she never spoke again. Like the, she she a, she endured that trauma, that psychic damage as a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: it's a truly haunting premise.
0: It really, it really is, and
1: that's what makes it like I like it so much. I also the other obvious thing is I just love that they all just look like fucking ghosts.
0: Yeah, they you all know look what I mean? like, like yeah, they, yeah. They're
1: two little British children. I'm like, oh, that's a fucking ghost. She's child putting on her first communion
0: dress and dancing around in circles. I'm like, she's a fucking ghost. Yeah.
1: Like, and so this is the other side of it that I want to talk about. That's very smart because it's, it's a haunting premise and it's, and it's done in a very creepy way, <clears throat> but that's not all it is. It actually does have jump scares. Um, and I, it, it has one like definite jump scare, a couple scare moments. And what makes all of them very fascinating is that watching it a second time? Of course, you're thinking of it from the actual alive people's perspective. Right,
0: what must they be seeing?
1: Yes, and like there's this great pacing. Um, I, yeah, uh, I the love first... the way it
0: unfolds. It's yeah. really, it's really well done. It doesn't even become that obvious that it's a ghost movie. It seems like it's just like a sinister gothic thriller for a minute. Yes. Um, anyways. But there
1: are, there's again some very obvious stuff. When, when Mr. Tuttle is walking to the house, they're talking about something that someone, they're like, what happened to him? And he's like, I imagine he's dead, like all the rest. And you think, oh, they're old people. That's how old people talk. <laughs> but yeah. he's like, no, l- like, like all the rest, as in us. Um, <clears throat> the, um, yeah, 20 minutes and she hears a boy crying. And that's the first, like, sign of the haunting. And she asked the kid, the her daughter, and she says it's Victor. He doesn't like the house, but has to live here, which implies a ghost that's trapped here. But then she also says very briefly, "They're viewing the house," and you kind of miss that. (laughs) Yep. And what she, if you don't miss it, this time, yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, they're literally viewing the house because they're moving in. Um, Victor is sad because he had to move. You know that's such a good little right,
0: and he's seeing fucking ghosts in the house that they're moving into.
1: <laughs> right, and this also explains the the curtain idea because the, she doesn't want the light. So what you realize is that the curtains are this constant battle she's having with the living, and they they do at, at a half hour in the first haunting and scene. And the door with the is curtains. being
0: closed and locked.
1: Yes, so it's like you when you reverse engineer that, you're like that that sounds exactly like something that would be on like a unsolved mysteries haunting show of like the doors kept getting locked in the house and the curtains kept getting closed. Um, but they like, they work it in as like, this is their motivation for doing it.
0: Right. When you see it from their point of view, it's there. It's like they're being haunted. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really interesting, it's very simple, but it's really, really well done and a really interesting idea for sure.
1: Yeah. The first Victor stuff is very well done. I thought, because so one thing about this movie, it has minimal music and it doesn't have, jump scare courts You're it right. never yeah. does the jump scare courts
0: the score is really minimal
1: yeah so like the first haunting scene with victor is i thought very well done because they yeah, do a I few like the things scene a lot yeah she's like victor keeps opening the curtains and she gets up and closes the curtains and then you hear just stump 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 stop. curtains rip open in the background of this kid and he's looking away so you never quite and they do this beautiful thing where whenever the girl is talking to victor her 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 back back is turned, turned
0: so you can't see whether she's doing the voice or not it's so exactly it's like wonderfully creepy
1: it's so creepy and it's also in the moment like jump scary without being cheap about it um and then victor touches his face and you get um the, but right, but in a head. way
0: that in a way that it's like, it was that her is she is right. she fucking with him or
1: is she fucking with him or not? Yeah, and then thinking of that from the point of view of the little boy Victor, yeah. who's dealing with ghosts in his bed,
0: yeah, dealing um, with this ghost girl telling him touch him, touch his face, fuck
1: yeah. what? Like oh god, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what kind of yeah. ghosts are you?
1: Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you, you creepy ass ghost um later she hears the piano being played and i love this because it's she um i think this is i i i I, this isn't this is there's a few other scares before but the piano is yeah she hears the piano playing she walks into the room she closes the piano She closes the door, then she opens it again, then she closes it. And so, from the the dad's point of view, who's playing the piano, he's just seeing that door kind of like lazily go back and forth. And then the door slams in her face. And it's again, no, it's a jump scare without having a sound, right? Without having the music have to tell. Yeah,
0: but it's really effective because it it, it whacks her and knocks her. It's really violent and very sudden. Um,
1: Right. But then you realize it's a terrified man slamming, slamming the door. Slamming the door because
0: it's fucking because ob- a ghost is messing with it, obviously. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's great. Before that, there's also the brightly lit room with the sheets on, which was the first time I had seen this setup. I've seen it since. Oh, it's yeah. in a bright scene. Or bright, brightly yeah. lit scene, which is always good. And she hears whispering. Did, did you catch what the whispering's saying? No the whispering is saying she's in here she's in here she's watching us because that's right i do
0: remember remember she's watching us yeah
1: yeah because she's the ghost and then you hear this snarl but what you realize it's the old woman gasping because she sees her right yeah and then she sees the door swing and you know like oh they saw her and And they ran." ran out yeah but the gasp is another jump scare that's put practically in the film that's like creepy and then there's the creepiness of her being like I saw this old woman. I put a number next to the amount of time I've seen them. And it's 14 next to the old woman. Yeah. And she's like, she's a witch. She keeps telling me to come with her and asking me things, which we realized later. She's a psychic.
0: She's a medium. Yeah. They're doing a seance. I love Again, it's real simple, but it's every, every part of the twist ties together. So well,
1: right. It's really, it's really well well tied together. Yeah. Um, every little point of like they're saying it's their house and they want you to leave and it's like yeah that's something a fucking ghost would say or it's somebody who moved in it's also in the what apartment. you it's
0: also what they say to the ghosts in movies this is our house get out
1: yeah exactly um and then of course at the very end the kids hide in the closet and we get the jump scare of the um woman opening the thing and that that made the theater scream when i was seeing this because no one saw that one coming (laughs) and again it's a practical noise none of it is we're going to do horror chords none of it is that they rely completely on the sounds of the scene to scare you and i think that's really important
0: yeah they do a good thing with the breathing it's like a repeated motif where the girl was doing it before and she was angry and now when they're hiding in the closet the little boy's doing it because he's scared and she's right. telling him to stop kind of the same way Nicole Kidman was yelling at her but finally she's like stop breathing and covers his mouth and we can hear somebody else breathing. Yeah, um, so good. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just very very well very well made film. It's just I don't yep. know.
1: <laughs> that also yeah, that also, also goes with about Nicole, it. Nicole Kidman also telling her kids to stop breathing is a bit of foreshadowing yeah, as well. Yep. She
0: certainly does fucking smother them.
1: Yeah. Of course she does. Again, it's this Victorian ghost. What else are they gonna do? Yeah, yeah. You
0: know? It's either smothered or poison, man. Right. Or or tuberculosis, um, which is what killed the housekeepers. Yes. So we got we T B made the cut. Don't All worry. the old timing. T B made it <laughs> in to the others. Yeah.
1: Right. But it is like so like I think what makes this movie so powerful, um and I'm I'm gonna say underrated. Um even though it's it's it was a big rated. it was a
0: big hit at the time, yeah. But it doesn't yeah you don't really hear about it that much anymore
1: right i and again it's not the way you do
0: not the way you you do the sixth sense not the way the sixth sense hung in there
1: right it's the director of um what did i say it's called open your eyes yeah um which is a very creepy movie um and so is vanilla sky at that um so they deal with some very creepy ideas about the afterlife um and about like like a more like sci-fi look at the afterlife and a lot of these and so the movie itself that has this like glaze of just like we said it's haunting it's haunting um it's um just like an overall like this creepy gothic tale the vibes like the look of it is of course fundamentally like this gothic horror that's very that's yeah. very creepy um and then the um and then the and then the like the moral and the the way it's actually is very haunting. And then on top of that, it manages to have honest to God jump scares in it. Um which I just think is very impressive. Um that they're that they managed to pull both off right. in such a well done way.
0: And yeah, and it's never like a cat jumping out of a cupboard or anything. It's always something legitimate and, right. and doesn't feel cheap.
1: And on top of that while the twist does probably need a tweak to make it less obvious, it all makes sense in the end, which I really like. It It's all... And I think that's why the twist that's is obvious. That's why it is.
0: Yeah. I was about to say yeah. that. Because yeah. like the
1: sixth sense, like I said, cheats a little bit. It's um, true. Yeah. Whereas this d- d- doesn't well, like, it like want to cheat. It's like
0: people guessing a lot of the secrets in Game of Thrones and, and there was... Some people right. who had so, some fans who had expressed disappointment about that. It's just like, well, that just kind of means it was like well written because like right, all, exactly. all, the, all the all the elements were there to be tied together.
1: Right. The uh, speaking of which, the mother. Did you know she was from Game of Thrones? I did
0: notice that. I th- think that's why it was in my mind. Yeah, that's Catelyn. Yeah, Catelyn Stark was the living mother.
1: Yeah, that surprised me because <laughs> I, I immediately recognized her and I hadn't seen this since Game of Thrones but you know, good for her and yeah,
0: yeah. the others. <laughs> good for being in the others.
1: Yeah. And then like the final shot where she's like, nobody's going to let, make us leave this house. Yep, this house is ours. <laughs> and they're ours. just in the, yeah, they're just in the window like fucking ghosts. And then they vanish. Um, they
0: vanish as the camera pans down to, or doesn't pan. Right. I'm sorry. It um just moves down to um uh, a little v- ruined Victor, root Victor yeah.
1: down below Victor looking up at dumb. the window.
0: Yeah. He will never sleep John. again.
1: Yeah. Nor should he. It's, oh man, that shot really gets me because I think part of what makes, I, I, I've been trying to like break down what it is about scary movies that will freak me out. Um, in this like staying way. And that shot always stuck with me.
0: It's ideas like this really get me like this and, you know, without getting too into them or, or too spoilery, but like, uh, lake mungo or like the witch the witch in the window
1: yeah um, i was about to say witch in the window is another one it's the weird it's the bittersweetness it's the tragedy of death and the finality it's the idea i think what makes this creepy and that's also happens with witch in the window is the idea of like no you're here you're here forever. well it's it's the
0: idea that like the this af- is where you are there's no comfort in the afterlife
1: no, there's no rest.
0: Yeah, there's no rest. That's 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 really what it that's kinda of what a lot all those movies deal with. And um, this
1: idea of like there they are and there they will forever. That's just
0: it. And that is so much worse than Yeah. Uh they don't, yeah, that's I was, the yeah. ideas like that, like that's not the only thing or I'm not even sure if it's the biggest thing, but that's definitely a thing that sticks with me uh about yeah. about horror horror movies when they do that. And that's that's like a a big a big sign that I'll recommend the movie to people it's all all three of these movies I've I've recommended people watch and I mean obviously Lake Mungo is a one yeah. you, we, you and I've been singing about for a while on these podcasts oh, but
1: but which yeah. the window does something that um a few movies do the shining does this and stuff which ties into it as the afterlife afterlife being like the paranormal being almost like a black hole that is pulling Mm -hmm. Um, there's a bit in the witch in the window that creeps me the fuck out which is that the neighbor um, talks about how at night yeah so the, the it's a haunted house movie. I won't say much more, but there's a, a neighbor and the neighbor is talking about how every night he keeps sleepwalking and every morning he wakes up standing closer and closer to the house that's haunted until, and then the room the is like, I woke up in your driveway this morning. And it's like, that's such a fucking terrifying idea that this house is paranormal and it wants somebody else it it's wants hungry. another soul yeah. it's hungry to the point that this man keeps sleepwalking closer to the house
0: yeah it's so creepy mm. which in the window That's watch a, it yeah, um.
1: which in the window and watch this because uh, this has that same feeling to me which is like they're trapped they're drawn into the afterlife it is this pit that they are in and the like the idea of this family kind of leaving them behind this this feeling of like life moves keeps moving and there they sit Mm -hmm. just there forever mike flanagan is very good at this too with his haunted house movies because again it's this it's death as a tragedy the afterlife as this horrible mournful state of being where you're 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 like like again there is an arc in this our character does find a version of rest right she comes to grips with the fact that she what's
0: that yeah yeah you said she just find rest and I just said peace I think just
1: peace yeah they could have done a thing where like they could have done where at the end she forgets again or something um, maybe but and yeah do...
0: it's maybe peace isn't even uh, that peace is probably not the right word because uh, like that I said have, she's yeah. a mad ass ghost
1: that would have been the creepier thing I guess is at the end if she just like pretended she wasn't dead again but it's sort of hard to do that with this because the other ghosts are like they're like professional ghosts. They're like right. they they're say like they're stewarding like,
0: they're, them. Yeah, they're they're like yeah. their orientation buddies. Yeah. like shadowing them for ghost orientation.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like
0: Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're
1: like, listen, there'll be people. They'll come and go. Sometimes we'll sometimes sense you'll them. You'll notice sometimes them. Sometimes,
0: sometimes you won't. Um, anyway, yeah. I'm gonna go make some food because ghosts still eat. Apparently, you want something?
1: Yeah, okay, like, Lord, that's, not, that's
0: not that bad.
1: It's not, not that, bad. that we can, bad. We can hang out. I was thinking about this more and more is like I think they do specific things where they don't they know they wanna don't want to deal with this question. Like she says, um we don't have phone or electricity here. Um and she just says like the Germans kept cutting off they're in the island of Jersey, um, which I don't know where that is, but I assume it's some sort of British bullshit. Um It seems British as hell, yeah. Yeah, and so the idea is they're cut off on this island already, and she was like, "We, you know, we've just learned to live without power and without telephones." And so it kind of like you don't have to ask the question like, "What of phones in the afterlife?" You know, I imagine the what would happen like the like in this universe of afterlife, modern day. I assume it'd be like the internet isn't working. You know, like you wouldn't get
0: Uh, some of those. If you are going to make me dead, at least give me Wi-Fi
1: that's the thing that's why physical media folks build up that physical media Yeah, because you you never know
0: you you really want to fill your tomb with dvds or else you're gonna be bored as shit
1: exactly you don't want to haunt a a house that's just all yeah you want to haunt a good house
0: try to try to haunt a hotel that'd probably be pretty chill
1: yeah but like here's the problem with that is they don't have dvds it would all be like shitty hotel cable
0: that's true
1: i don't know and it's tough, I guess man. it depends on what you The do.
0: afterlife is about making tough decisions.
1: It really is. That's why I think Difficult it's just fun choices. to haunt people.
0: Yeah, I think that's why ghosts get so mean is because it sucks being a ghost.
1: They have nothing else it's to do. It's boring. Nothing else.
0: You see all the living walking around you wasting their goddamn lives.
1: Right. I love that this movie implies certain rules. Like there's this there's this idea that they can, for example interact through objects that's their main interaction but the vibe i get is that it's only objects that they're aware of that's why i wish this like at the end it was modern because you would you'd see that more like the idea that if a family moved into this place and eventually got tv i feel like this ghost wouldn't they would see, see it the television to, yeah, they wouldn't see it yeah but I- if they keep that piano they can interact through it if they lose the piano then it seems like the ghosts also lose it because they get rid of the curtains so like it again it's neat it's neat because you feel like you kind of know the rules by the end and they never explain them because who gives a shit it's not the point um but it, it it kind of implies a more expansive you know universe the 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 ghost cinematic universe if you will Yeah, the other verse the other verse. The smother yeah, they could have made... they smother The smother verse. They could have made 20 more of these, yeah. yeah. they could have. No Nicole Kidman
0: smothering her way across... Yeah. No. Old-timey <laughs> London. It's not that old-time. Oh, it's man. the fucking 40s. We keep saying yeah. Victorian. They're not Victorian.
1: They feel it. Though. They like, do. Yeah, they feel, they like,
0: feel, God... They feel like such old-ass ghosts.
1: She lives like a Luddite, so it's like you, you just get that vibe. Yeah. She had just done Moulin Rouge and then this... And I feel like she did that wrong, right? Like, Moulin Rouge is the palate cleanser, but whatever. Yeah. I just like it. <laughs> Those are both, like, her dying of old-timey disease. That's oh, true, Oh, well, I yeah. guess the old-timey disease in this is a shotgun to the face, but <laughs> <Right>. whatever. <laughs> That's still an old-timey disease. Yeah. <laughs> the old shotgun to the face after smothering your kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: old M.S.
1: Old MS. Oh, man. What a film. Uh, I don't man. think I'm going through my notes.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. I just think this, Um, in my mind, this, I was like, this had a an interesting twist that I could see coming, um, but I thought the movie was pretty decent. And then watching it again, I was like, damn, this is pretty good. Like, this is yeah uh, a very well-made movie.
1: Yes. I think it's an extremely well-made movie that I really like that's i'm fr- I'm frustrated only because i'm like i want to help it hide its twist a little better right,
0: like i'm a little frustrated i haven't watched it more like it's only the second time i've watched it in like almost 25 years
1: oh really yeah i've watched this every few every every like five six years or so i'll pop it on because i remember it's a very <laughs> it's time fun it's time movie. for the yeah. others it's just creepy as shit it is it's it's just, real creepy. i don't know yeah if you haven't watched it i don't know watch it um, I, I, don't love the, I love feel...
0: the camera moves. So there's something really spooky about the camera moves in in some oh, of the yeah. scenes. Yeah,
1: it's such a good director, and I don't even feel bad for spoiling it if people haven't seen it because it's very it's still obvious. worth watching.
0: Like again, like knowing even watching it this time over 20 years later, remembering what the twist is, I, I still it's still really it's a good movie. I really enjoyed watching it.
1: Yeah, very good. Um, cool. Well thank you Andrew McGuire thank you so Thanks. much always the always boothers. love an excuse to watch the others the boothers for this holiday season you know it's
0: this booleday um, season
1: Booleday <laughs> season <laughs> it feels festive this movie yeah, a little old timey ghosts feel festive mm, a me. lot of Does fog
0: yeah it feels like a Christmas ghost situation yeah
1: it's Christmas carol shit you Br- know
0: British ghosts feel festive
1: yeah they are they're pretty festive they're
0: holly and jolly
1: yeah, you could decorate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this was through our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-O-Y Unemployed. We do custom podcasts like this one, where people can have us watch movies, uh, and we'll watch them, and then we'll talk about them. <laughs> we sure we also, will. Um, yeah, we for just five dollars a month, you get access to our exclusive patron, our patron, our exclusive podcasts. Tom and Jeff watch Batman fox muller is a maniac star trek the next futurama Spielboys, boys all there for five dollars a month uh for a little more you can watch movies with us every friday night which is always fun it's always fun never not fun it is so check it never out
0: never not fun never. speaking of never not fun we also have a store head over to game you can find a link to our teespring store we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs so you get on t-shirts mugs stickers posters all sorts of things so slap your boothering peepers onto that
1: yeah, I just chugged a Red Bull while you did that plug. Yeah, you
0: did. You yeah. fucking king, Dave. You king. Extreme.
1: Extreme ghost plug.
0: She, the, Nicole mm. Kidman, could, her comedy name could be The Smother's Mother.
1: Ooh, yeah. Oh, God. Mm. She really is just banging in she, this. Mm. <laughs> Killing her kids. Real hot stuff. Killing folks. the shit out of her kids.
0: Erasing yeah. her cranium with a shotgun. Yeah. it's not a small gun that she shot herself with
1: no no it was not yeah she made a mess
0: <laughs> she, she took really... out the wall with that
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: <laughs> that's Jesus. why the house is haunted
1: yeah oh yeah Her skulls was the in the plaster. <laughs> right get that skull out
0: <laughs> gotta dig that out of there man
1: holy shit <laughs> What a weird way to end this podcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. All right, bye.
0: Bye.